As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Welcome to the Andy Staples Show. It is the first week of college football, and we have a ton of college football content to give you. We're going to break down games. We're going to pick games. All of that stuff is coming later this week. We've got a very special bonus episode coming up. But right now, we have got to talk about a story that Ari Wasserman and I wrote together because it was the only thing anybody could talk about on football Twitter after Sunday, and Ari, you watched this game. This would be IMG Academy versus Bishop Sycamore. Now, I'm not Catholic. You're not Catholic. Those who are Catholic tell me that there's no Bishop Sycamore anywhere in the... uh, In the good book? In all the annals of... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, but but, but Bishop Sycamore, the initials are BS. So... (laughs) Maybe that's what they were going for. Uh, This was a game that never should have been played. Uh, It was a game between IMG Academy, which is the biggest collection of star prospects and and college recruits in the country, versus a team that is from a school that basically appeared out of thin air. And we don't know if they were all high school students. Uh, They certainly weren't all college prospects. They had no business playing. They had played a game on Friday and then played IMG Academy on Sunday and ESPN televised all of this. Yeah, I was kind of giggling to myself a little bit when you said there's a lot of college football this week because we've been working on this story for almost 24 hours going into Monday evening and, uh, you know, it's just, it was a really challenging story to report because, you know, I think we talked to basically every major player uh, that was involved here. We worked together. We, We got the quotes out there and, you know, it's one of those stories that when I was reporting it, I learned, I felt like I knew less about what was going on than before I made the phone calls. Cause there was just so much stuff to sift through so many angles to try to figure out. And the, I think the bottom line is this, there is a high school football program 
that's located in the state of Ohio that is supposedly uh, posing as a prep school. Uh, they're getting kids who feel like they need a second chance uh, at being discovered after a loss of COVID year or any regular year when a kid needs a second chance to come play. It's not clear whether or not they actually uh, go to school or have any academic um, requirements. But but they've scheduled and they've yeah basically the toughest schedule in America. They, they've created the Washington Generals of high school football to just get smashed by every set of globetrotters. Yeah, out. yeah. And, but this this is also a program that claims to have ten prospects on its roster with um, FBS scholarships. So. You know, the fact of the matter is, is I can't even for a, a, a place that is uh, positioning itself as a place that is in uh, in existence to help prospects get offers and noticed. I just find it very strange that there's no roster online and the roster that they give the ESPN oh. commentators was incomplete. And I if they have 10 Division one prospects, you're, you're talking to somebody here that is looking at this list of, of prospects uh, 24 hours a day. I don't know any of them. So it's just, and then you put them on TV and it's not, there's nothing good about it. They're getting their heads beat in. There's, there's no chance of gaining a yard for the most part. Um, physically they're, they're outclassed and obviously most high schools would be outclassed. Uh, but you there, these kids have been put into a position to, to go on national television and, and play against the, uh, the the all stars of it was basically the opening in one team and you know it just it was like a really hard thing to watch and it's still kind of a hard thing to wrap your mind around. It was uncomfortable to watch and Anish Shroff and Tom Luganbill were the commentators. Uh, they were clearly doing it remotely. I believe both of them were in Charlotte. The game was played in Canton, Ohio, and it was uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable that Anish actually acknowledged it on the air how uncomfortable it was and that ESPN had been scammed essentially. And so what you and I set out to do with this story is, is just figure out how did this appear on our televisions? How did the, this school appear on our our televisions? And, you know, it starts with, with a a coach named Roy Johnson, and this is not his first school that has appeared out of thin air. There, there, there actually was another school in 2018 called Christians of faith Academy, which allegedly was tied to, uh, to a church, the, the AME church, the Af- African Methodist Episcopal Church, and it, it was disavowed by this church, and they were going to play a schedule very similar to the schedule they have this year, but it sort of fell apart. One of the games they had scheduled was IMG Academy, and now there's been a lot of turnover at IMG Academy since then, but I talked to somebody who knows exactly what happened actually several somebodies who know exactly what happened and basically what happened with that one is the same guy got got in touch through through another guy by the way this cast of characters just gets wild so there's another guy who brokers these games who who, he plays matchmaker and does it kind of as a labor of love and his name is joe maimone and his day job is the vp of sales at billboard magazine like the name pod, I was told the name, I Googled the name and, and I'm like, well, there's the VP of sales at Billboard magazine. That's obviously not the guy you're talking about to the person who told me the name. And they're like, no, no, that's the guy. And so you talk to him and he, he matches these teams up. 
Yeah, so basically he has the nine to five job, but this is his labor of love. And he has created actually a, what, what I sounds to be like a really great business where he has certain clients and they has a, a database of schedules. And when programs have a hard time getting a game, they contact him and he puts it into his database and cross-references it with other programs that need a game and then brings them together. And I think he even referred to himself when I was on the phone with him last night as a matchmaker. So... uh that is that. And then he puts them together. They sign their contracts or their deals or whatever. And then it goes on to the next thing. So like his involvement in this was, I think the initial contact between the two schools, but I don't really know that he went all that far into, I mean, at that point it, his job was over. No, it, yeah. it, it, it goes into another there. Yeah. There's another set of middlemen here, but the, in 2018, what happened was initially the game was supposed to be played in Columbus where, Christians of Faith or, or Bishop Sycamore, whatever they were calling themselves, was at. And then after a little while, they get a call at IMG saying, hey, we can't get a stadium, so we're going to need to play down in Bradenton where you are. And IMG's like, okay, sure, sounds great. A few months after that, they get another call. Hey, we're going to need you to front our travel costs down to Florida. At that point, the IMG people go, something's up here. There's something fishy about this. And so they cancel the game. And that whole season essentially winds up getting canceled because the Ohio State Athletic Association just you know, basically says, this is not a real school, this is not a real team. And so that schedule falls apart. But undeterred, Roy Johnson comes back as Bishop Sycamore and in 2020, Bishop Sycamore played six games. They played five games against really good Ohio teams. They lost all those. And one game against IMG Academy, which needed games because its 2020 schedule fell apart because of COVID-19. Yeah, and then here we are, right? I mean, and, and we're in a situation where, you know, if this game wasn't on television, and that's something that both uh, – uh, Roy Johnson, the coach, and Andre. Well, I'm, I'm talking about last year's last year's IMG. Yeah, yeah. So IMG knows all of this, right? IMG knows what this what this thing is, and yet when the idea of playing them this year is proposed, they're like, "Yeah, sure, let's do it." Yeah, I mean, I I, I don't know if you're IMG if you can even tell the difference by how many you know teams you're demolishing because you know every week probably looks very similar to that, but you know. That's the thing that makes this this year's version of it scary because if it wasn't on TV, we wouldn't have seen it. It would have just been another blowout, and you wouldn't. It might have gone under the radar a little bit. But the fact that this was on TV brought more attention to it. And the biggest problem is that this school, Bishop Sycamore School, I'm using air quotes here, played a high school in Pittsburgh on Friday night and then turned around and played IMG on Sunday. And you, you talked to Roy Johnson and he said, Oh no, there was a little overlap. We were just trying to get a little work in, but th there wasn't, you know, there were, wasn't guys playing, playing in both. Games. Yeah, there were the videos pretty clearly show that it was both, both team, both were the same teams. Yeah. And I mean, he was trying to explain it to me as like, uh, well, if you don't practice during the week and, uh, you play a few in the other game and a few in the other is kind of like a scrimmage. And it's like no reasonable coach in any level of, of football would schedule two games uh, in a three-day period, and the second of which against the Little Giants, uh, Dallas Cowboys <laughs> opponent. You know, like it's like 
You know, as right. IMG was waiting for them on the other end. And their quarterback, uh, bless his heart, was, you know, he was hammered that entire game. And it was just like at a certain I felt point, so I was like, are they going to shut this game down? And, and their offensive line? Yeah, I mean, I'm watching their offensive linemen just get destroyed on every play. And then whoever had the ball was was basically getting his head kicked. Yeah, I mean, because you're talking about guys on the other and over on the other team. It's like you're not even just playing another uh, another team. You're talking about guys who are going to Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson, or have offers from those programs. And those are the types of program offers that uh, Roy Johnson and the rest of his uh, crew want to make you believe that his pro players have, and they it, anybody can see that they don't. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. You and I both talked to a parent who had what was supposed to be the quarterback of that team. His his son was supposed to be the quarterback of that team. Uh, it was a guy named Ray Holtzclaw. His son Judah played in Ohio, had his his senior season kind of wiped out by COVID, didn't get, really get a chance to to perform for scouts, and and so he's a class of twenty twenty two guy who you know they, they, or was he class of twenty one or twenty two? Twenty one. He's class of yeah. twenty one. Yeah. So so he was going to do a post-grad year. And that's the other thing. They they have presented this as a high school when it's actually more of a prep school with a bunch of post-grad guys who we don't know how old they are. Yeah, and, and when you look at what they're selling, you know, they're selling a another chance to play football at an organized level without using your eligibility because I think that the NCAA rule is that if you take a gap year, which is a year from the day that you graduate – you can get things in order without impeding on your eligibility. Yeah, you can do a post-grad year, and, you, and you've seen guys do that at, like, Fork Union Military Academy. There have been there've been plenty of stories of guys doing that. Yeah, um, so what um, the, the Holtz Clause were trying to do were to put their son in a position to play quarterback and to put himself in a position where he's playing against IMG on TV under the understanding or the thought that they were going to have a very good football team around them that could, that could compete. And as things were going on and they were trying to get through the summer and, and, and go on camps and nothing was adding up, you know, hotel room bills weren't being paid. Equipment wasn't showing up. Organized practices were impossible to find. They couldn't meet most of the team. The offensive coordinator and defensive coordinators were nowhere to be found. And at a certain point, they were just like, you know what? I can't, we can't do this. You know, you, you, you know, you're only able to get uh, dragged along so far before you kind of come to your senses. And, you know, uh, now he's at Youngstown State, and he was a very good athlete. You know, somebody who had a recruiting profile and actually was legitimately um, a player that could have 
really done something. So I'm very curious to see how his career pans out. But like the hardest thing, yeah, he's going to play tight end at Youngstown right, State right. now. So I want to say that I feel really bad about the kids who are on the team. Like there, there's like too. real. I think they've been duped. Yeah. So and they're going out and they're playing and they're playing hard and it's just like. You know, I, I kind of understand, like, in theory, that if this were to exist, how this could be a benefit. But it's just clearly not done the right way. And no matter how you, you couch this, uh, it's just not the right deal. Yeah, and it's it, it was so uncomfortable to watch. And and that's the thing that, that just kept going through my How does this get on ESPN? This wasn't on, like, some local station. It wasn't a streaming thing. This was on ESPN, like, used to be in 100 million homes, ESPN. It's still in, like, 80 million homes. ESPN. How does that happen? I mean, aren't you kind of almost thankful that it did? Like... I guess so. I Well, as of right now, we're recording this Monday night. The other games that are that are on their schedule are still scheduled. The And the, these are teams that are going to smash this team. And... So hopefully some people are paying attention. My guess is after this, all of this attention, it's gonna, that's going to change. Yeah, yeah. It's also like the, the question of how are they getting down there is still going to be a thing. You know, and actually... Uh, right, who's paying for Ray it? Ray Holtzclaw, yeah. the father of the, the, West, the Westerville prospect who's going to Youngstown State, grew up in Dallas and apparently has gotten in contact with the Duncanville coaching staff to tell them what was going on. So, like, it'll be very interesting to track and see if they continue to play games, but... You know, it, it is kind of an interesting thing because when you are watching games on TV, I mean, especially high school games, you give absolutely zero thought into how it's brokered, who created the matchup, who signed up the the ability for this to be televised, and how much uh, vetting uh, goes into the schedule from ESPN. And when you come to find a story like this, it's basically like you've got four different people trying to make this work, and ESPN doesn't really seem all that involved in it at all. No. So there's a company called Paragon Marketing that puts these games together. And I talked to to Rashid Ghazi, who is the president of Paragon. And he, I mean, he's got a really interesting background because he's he's been working at this company uh, making high school games for television, uh, packaging them for ESPN, producing and packaging them uh, mostly on ESPN's family and networks. So... He was the one who first put LeBron James on TV. Like, remember when Saint Vincent St. Mary played against Oak Hill in 2002? It was the first time most of us saw LeBron James play basketball. He put that together. Uh, there, there was another game. I, I vividly remember covering this, or watching this game on TV because I was covering the University of Florida at the time. But it was St. Augustine Nice versus Hoover High in 2005 and it was the it was actually the first game that appeared in this kind of time slot the the week right before week one of college football which is now after that one espn's appetite for these games increased but it was so it was tebow versus hoover and originally it was supposed to be nice versus lakeland which would have been tebow versus his humor uh, future teammates the pounces and chris rainey but they couldn't get lakeland so they get hoover which at the time there were cameras following hoover high around for the TV show Two-A-Days that came out on MTV the following spring. And if you recall, that's the show where uh, Jeremy Pruitt uh, was the D.C. at Hoover, later went on to coach Tennessee and some other stuff. Uh, he was pretending not to know what asparagus was. So that was that was fat. Like, people were 
watching that game, social media wasn't really a thing at the at the time. I mean, Facebook had only been invented a year earlier. But I remember there being a distinct buzz about that game when I talked to people. Everybody had had either seen it or seen the highlights. Like, Did you watch Tebow? Did you watch Tebow? Did you watch? And then, and Nice lost to Hoover, but that sort of wet. ESPN's appetite for other games, and I, I've realized I've I've been to some of those games that 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 went into this thing. Uh, uh, Burns in Duncan, South Carolina, that went out to Fort Lauderdale and played St. Thomas Aquinas one year. It was Marcus Lattimore, yeah, uh, for the Burns team. Lamarcus Joyner, James White, Giovanni Bernard, all those guys on St. Thomas Aquinas. Uh, it. <laughs> So that th- these are the types of games we're talking about, like Miami Northwestern versus South Lake Carroll, huge matchups. And if you look at the other five games that they made for this weekend, they're legit teams with legit prospects. So how does this one well, fall? Because the there's a legitimate interest in this. You know, as recruiting continues to be uh, at the forefront of college football fans' consumption. You know, being able to actually watch them play is different than seeing a highlight film or a recruiting uh, profile. And there's a, there's a, I mean, look, we're all talking about it. A lot of people watched it. So, I mean, that's a thing. Now, the thing that I find most interesting about this, Andy, is that uh, Joe Maimone, the, the broker that we talked about earlier on that got these two together, brokers some of the best high school programs in the country. I mean, there's 16,000 high schools playing playing high school football. And uh, according to what he told me, like he is responsible for matchups that Bishop Gorman, IMG, Don Bosco, some of the biggest names. And so like the way, and and you got, you and I have covered recruiting for a long time. And I feel like we, we didn't know a lot of this world existed until we started. That's right. Yeah. And I just like figured that the games that were going on ESPN were always just obvious. If you said from a person who covers recruiting that IMG is playing Bishop Gorman, like you would know that. Or St. Thomas Aquinas is playing Don Bosco. Right. Like you, you, you think the, ES, ESP, the ESPN staff that, that follows this would be like, well, I've never heard of that school, and I don't know any of those players. So ESPN punted all the blame to, to Paragon, and – Rashid, the, the president of Paragon, to his credit, took all of the blame. He said, it's 100% on me. I should have vetted it. They got a roster, I, I want to say, in the spring. They didn't go back and check to see if any of those I don't even know where you team. would go check it. I tried all day to find a roster. I couldn't find one. Yeah, and and the, the guys that were on the team, we, we found some names, and you look them up, and there are 24-7 profiles for some of them, but some of them are they're like the wrong recruiting year. They, they've reclassified. Uh, the offers either are, are made up or uh, it, there was one uh, recruiting reporter in Florida said, yeah, one of those guys who played was a class of 2020 kid from Florida who had tried to, to get into a seven on, or get into a, like a, a, a camp with a fake ID. Yeah, Andrew Ivins of 247 Sports, who's in my fantasy football league, by the way. Uh, but uh, he uh, – Well, so is, is this the first time somebody's tried to use a fake ID to be younger? <laughs> I guess, and the thing I don't understand about recruitability, like if you want to be recruited, using a fake ID or, or being uh, deceptive about your identity is eventually that if somebody actually likes the way that you played, or you're, they're going to find out. Like there's no uh, faking your identity to be younger. You're, you're, if you want to go to college, they're going to figure out you're not eligible. Exactly. I mean, it's this isn't like remember when there was the, the like the 30 year old guy in Dallas who, who got on the high school basketball team. 
just go so you go swat a bunch of kids <laughs> shots and but like this isn't that yeah this is guys who think this will get them into college and will get them get them seen all it's all it's getting them is beaten up on national television and now two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream direct tv satellite free you see this a family watching baseball on direct tv with no satellite dish in sight let's heckle them you call that changing the channel choke up on the remote buddy i hope getting all these games on direct tv makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds direct tv has the most mlb games visit directtv.com claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher availability of rsn's varies by zip code and package high speed internet service required terms and restrictions apply when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And the, you want to know what the most frustrating thing about this is for me is I'm trying to figure out what the goal of all this is. And I talked to right. I, what, what's the what's the financial piece of this that and, and, and honestly, after we talked to everybody, I'm not sure how that works. I know, you know, if you read Andrew King is a reporter in Columbus who did some spectacular work on that Christians of Faith Academy, did like a big six-part series uh, for one of the the community papers there and really delved into all that stuff with with lawsuits and and court documents and emails. But basically, all it showed was that that Roy Johnson leaves a trail of unpaid bills wherever he goes. But I still, I don't see like, there's not this huge financial benefit in doing any of this. Yeah, and the way, like I I asked... Yeah, bluntly, uh, the uh, Holtzlaw family, how much money they were asked to spend in order to get this done, and he told me that they were over on the hook for $1,500. So if you... Which is which is less than like the scam recruiting service guys charge. Like there there are scammer recruiting service guys that will say, well, I can get your kid offers. You just pay me five grand. That, that's, that scam I understand. I understand how you're getting the money... I understand how little little work you're doing for the money and and what you're getting out of it. This feels like a lot of work. Yeah, and not a much lot money. of work. Uh, a lot of, uh, and then the thing too is that like apparently they had real buses on camp tours and hotel rooms and apartments these kids moved into and all. I mean like the the operation goes deep. So like I don't even know like what what the end game is because I t- I told uh, Roy on the phone I said hey this doesn't add up. If you've got 30 or 40 or 50 kids on your roster and they're all paying 1000 bucks or 1500 bucks that gets you to 75,000 at most and that's not enough money to it's barely yeah, covering travel, travel to a game. Uh buses, equipment, uh video equipment, film, uh all sorts of things, salaries for coaches, you name it. So, you know, it's just like to me there's got to be something else here because it just doesn't the, the most frustrating thing about covering the story, Andy, is that they had an explanation for everything. They're very charismatic, and you want to believe them, and part of me wants to believe them. But no explanation given for any of the things that don't add up adds up. 
There's no like, oh, okay, that makes sense. It's just like, okay, that sounds like it should make sense. But when you really start thinking about it, none of it really does. Yeah, it is It is bizarre. And I, I just don't know. I don't know where it goes from here. I, I We'll find out. I mean, by the time you're listening to this this podcast, those other games may have been canceled because there's a lot of scrutiny. We're not the only people writing about this. And my guess is there's going to be quite a bit more that, that comes out. But ESPN has got to take some more blame than it has. I mean, you put that on your air. You can say that the, the company you were buying it from didn't do its due diligence. But at what point do you need to do some due diligence for what's on your air? Like, you and I, if, if somebody came out and made a bunch of false accusations about somebody else and we just printed the false accusations and didn't even try to get the other person's side of the story, like – We'd probably get fired for that, right? Oh yeah, and that, and that's what made that's what made so, this so incredibly difficult to write because you know you have one side saying one thing, you've got one side saying the other thing. You have what we the context of what we saw on television, um, you know what happened and everything, and then you have uh, another side telling you the exact opposite. And there's no way to irrefutably prove what someone's motive is or what they're trying to do or if they're trying to scam people or if they actually have a heart that's in the right place. And we have to write a story that contextualizes this whole disaster of a situation when I can't even locate the address of the high school because there isn't one. We've seen like five different addresses and they're all for things that aren't schools. (laughs) Yeah. And five different rosters. And this is the other thing they gave. I asked bluntly Coach Johnson give me 10 recruits on your roster who have division one offers. And he gave me 10 names. I wrote the names down and only two matched the roster list that, that they gave for the, the announcement or for the announcers. It doesn't, it, it, nothing's making sense. No. And, and so you saw it play out on TV. I, I, I guess, you know, maybe, maybe it was good that it wound up on TV because it exposed this, but Still just don't understand how, if you're ESPN, you let this happen. Yeah, you know, and it's like, it's funny too, because part of the reason why I was, you know, even the attention was drawn to me about this game is that I spent 10 years of my life living in Columbus and I had never heard of this, you know, and people are like, look at this, it's on TV. This, I was like, I don't know what that is. And it's just like, you can't put something on ESPN and like expect that people aren't going to pay attention to it. And, you know, I know part of it too is that blowouts happen every day. 58 nothing isn't an unreasonable score that you would see at a high school football level when there's a major mismatch. But it wasn't, it's like I always say when we're talking about Nebraska and college football, it's not always just the score too. Like if anybody watched the game and it's on YouTube and I watched it again, it was physically uncomfortable. It's apparently been removed from YouTube, oh, it by has? the way. I just got a message from one of our editors. Oh, yeah. Okay. So ESPN's trying to trying to scrub it. Now, look, is ESPN's the rights holder and I, it's their right to to tell third parties to scrub that from YouTube, but you know, I, I would want to destroy the evidence too if I were them. Yeah, it was uh it was genuinely uncomfortable to watch. Yeah. Well, that's just <laughs> I guess it's a good lesson for all of us, and and you and I kind of went in on this, into this weird rabbit hole together, and and found out about a part of the uh, the high school football and recruiting world that we we didn't know about before, and now we know some much more interesting people. So, I, I guess the 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 moral is, 
if it doesn't add up, don't put it on TV because <laughs> people will start asking questions. I just want to say, too, that there's been a ton of, of stories about Sycamore on Google. It's been kind of a Twitter culture sensation. Andy and I busts, busted our asses on this story. I mean, we spent the last 12 hours on the phone, uh, not understanding each other, quote sharing, call sharing. Did you call this guy? And we f- think we put together a story that actually tells the story. It's not just a bunch of tweets. And and I, I would really encourage you, if you're a uh, athletic subscriber, to please read the story. And if you're not an athletic subscriber and this interests you, please subscribe to read the story. Because this is the hardest I've worked on a story in a long time. This is. It was really interesting. I, I was up till four in the morning last night, just going down different rabbit holes because it it was so fascinating to me because the the question just kept coming back: How does this get on television? Yeah, and we know <laughs> when when you got a bunch of middlemen and and everybody passes the buck, that's that's how it gets on yeah. television. So now now you know how a little more of the sausage is made. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Mm-hmm.